Welcome to the Footy on the Brain podcast, hosted by Natman. And your boy, Ohms. Just two guys who have Footy on the Brain. Week, week 18, we'll be talking about Arsenal versus Brighton. Natman, tell me what you thought. My team. This is a tricky game. I think I said, what did I say? In prediction, I think I might have said draw. Um, just because they're a good team, man. Um, and as you can see, they gave us a you know a good run for our money. Um, they made it difficult, and I guess if that third goal didn't get disallowed, it would have been a tense last couple of minutes. But I think it's well deserved. I think our attacking, like we we managed we managed the game in terms of once they came coming onto us. We were just hitting them on the counter. They couldn't handle that. But um, overall, we've done more to get in front. Um, I think it was just a thing of we were just our quality is better than that because obviously they played very well good football as well. I think just our quality is better they, than their quality. They, they played they play some good football, Brighton. Yeah, they played some really good football. So we just our quality was better than theirs and obviously our finishing as well. And obviously they really got a like, striker. Because um, even in Ketchup's goal, just a poacher's goal. That makes it free, no, kind of like, yeah, kind of deflates them a little bit. But credit to them, they kept on going. But like I said, that was a tricky um, game that I was happy to navigate and very good to get the win. If we've got the draw, um, I wouldn't have been too down. Because obviously they really beat us as well this season, even though it was in the Carabao Cup. But yeah. happy, man. That, that extended our lead. And I think by that time, we really knew that City drew. City, yeah, City drew. Um, Chelsea drew. Chelsea's not really a threat, but yeah, Chelsea drew. But yeah, so yeah, so that was good. We extended our lead, so um, I'm starting to. I think I messaged you as well. So I'm starting to believe, man. But at the same time, <laughs> still a long, 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 long way to go. So yeah, we'll it's see, not even halfway yet. We'll see. Um, from what I took from the game, Arsenal set pace real quick. With Saka scoring like in the second minute, that was like yeah, that, crazy. That, that, helped. that helped, man. And that was crazy because it was kind of weird because you don't really, with Arsenal playing, you don't really see Arsenal scored that early in games, like that early. It was like two minutes in the game. Yeah, and Saka that. scored, that was where I knew, hmm, Arsenal's going to probably win this game. And then Odegaard, he ran it. He ran the game in the middle. Um, he was picking out passes. Scored a nice goal. And Ketia, Poker's, um, Poacher's goal. Um, Brighton got back in it with Motoma. Motoma looks like a player for Brighton. He's a, he's a player. Still. He looks like a Some player. Some of the World Cup as well, man. I was like, yeah, this guy's a player. He looks like a player, a player, proper player, like a baller. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he has, like, a bigger career than Brighton. Not not a disrespect to Brighton, but yeah, no, he looks know. he looks like somebody that scored it. Martinelli hmm, scored that nice goal, but that was from Odegaard. That Odegaard, the the that ball, ball that ah oh, that pass, yeah. big man, that That's was a pass good. first time. Bow. The pass was so good. How Lamptey is not no slouch. Yeah, but because of the timing. And even Martin Lady, to be fair, he's timing up his run as well. I'm assuming, I, can't, I need to look at it back again. But because Lamptey's facing the ball and Martin Lady's not facing the ball, he's really facing towards the goal, that little two-second there to turn around and run made all the difference because Lamptey was not catching him. And you're meant to no. be slower with the ball at your feet. But you weren't catching him. And to be fair, I'm thinking, square it, square it for Saka. But, you know, he poked it through his legs. Fair enough. Obviously, you don't score that though. Because me, I'm screaming at man. Are you mad? But he <laughs> scored, so yeah, no, yeah. That, that was a very good goal. But that ball, assist of the season so far, no doubt. And then there was young Evan Ferguson, who he's been um, highly spoken about as a massive prospect for Brighton, and he scored. But it should if if the other goal that went in for Brighton to make it four three, that would have been. Something else. It was just the back of his foot coming back onside yeah, while yeah. he was offside. That was the the reason. But it was a good game. 
What do you mean offside, though? I mean, offside is offside, man. As long yeah. as it's consistent, as long as stick to it. So if that's the rule this game, stick to it. Don't change it because that's when I, I, I don't like it. Stick to it. We saw it with this. Now keep keep the same energy with any game, even a United game. If that happens, if someone's running off from an off, offside um, position onto an onside position and you do that, then man, no, isn't it? Like, this is what no, we I do. I mean, Just keep like, consistent. It's like if your elbow is past the line or if your little toe is past the line or your head or your arm or something. I'm just like, that's not even really much of an advantage. Like, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair. But do you know what? Some rules ain't fair, innit? And if you stick with the consistency, if you just consistent with it, just be consistent. That's what that's the problem for me. It's not consistent. Sometimes it's slapping a man in the hand. It's a penalty. Yeah. Sometimes it's slapping a man on the hand. It's not a penalty. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I like if if I know okay the ball hit his hand, even though I don't think it should be a penalty, it's a penalty in it because that's the rule. But the way they, it's like yeah, not consistent. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. nah. I'm think the things I think about. I'm like. We talk about the pre- we talk about the referees a lot and how bad they are, yeah. But I don't remember them talking about the refs as much when I was younger, and I don't know if that's because I was younger, and obviously I didn't really listen to much analysis, maybe, or the referees got even sat that bad that now it's even more highlighted. So, and I think partly to do with it as well is that there's the more back in the day the pundits, there weren't as many ex pro. Um, pundits as there is now like nearly every pundit is a blooming ex-pro but before pundits were like they were journalists and you know they had to study for it and all that kind of stuff there so that could be a reason why because they I had, think, like, no, why I think why I think referees are um are getting it more now is because it's, there's more cameras bro there's more evidence <laughs> I'm, I can tell you there was bad referees back in the day but the reason why they're probably not as highlighted as the ones now. It's because there's cameras everywhere. Camera All those fans, angles, yeah. there's statistics. Like, people yeah, know, like, like back in the days, yeah, there's probably some wild dodgy decisions. But it's a, there's a thing where it's just like, it's not highlighted as much because there isn't social media and all the this for other people to see. Because if I've missed the game, even if I go on Twitter, Instagram, whatever, I can still see that mistake. Oh my gosh, yeah, did you yeah. see that game? So Before, that's why. Um, so what, did you watch the Man City versus Everton game? What did you think of that? Yeah, man, look. I'm expecting City to win. They're at home. Um, they go ahead to the usual, you know, Harlem that we always talk about. And when you think of one and up, you're like, all right, cool. They're gonna at least have a seat out, or um, get another one, and then get another one, and just do usual city. But everything done well. Um, they dug in, considering where they are and the confidence and all that stuff. That they done well, um, and obviously, even though it took a wonder goal, that goal was disgusting. Even if he slipped, how? Some one of them like, I have a hundred shots. You, you get that like once. Like, you can't really replicate that, man. So it was a beautiful goal. Um, and I guess that's what it took. But apart from that, though, City... Because even that, though, when I was looking... Because when I, like, I heard about it, you would think that it was, like, a, you know, 85th minute or something. But it was, like, 64th minute. So there yeah. was still plenty of time It was to, a 64th minute, yeah. Yeah, there was still plenty of time for City to, to get back into it. And you think, all right, cool, yeah, 64th minute, all right, cool. They're going to... they got plenty of time, you know, put the big guns on, all that stuff there. But it didn't happen. Um, so for Arsenal, amazing, we'll all drop points. Um, <laughs> but I'll probably, I'll probably, honestly, I'm probably a bit surprised. Um, I did think City was a bit, I don't know, just maybe a bit too slow in moving the ball. Um, because they come against, they come up against five, five defenders all the time anyway. So it's not nothing new. Um, so, but yeah, I ain't complaining, isn't it? Like the more I think, if Arsenal can get like a I know it might be difficult if Arsenal can get a 15 gap, yeah, because even, even the stats, yeah, 
I, I'm seeing the stats <laughs> now where they're saying they're seeing the stats where they're saying after what what was it? They're saying forty three points, forty three points. Yeah, no team, every team. Sorry, at this point, has gone on to win the league. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm just like, I know, I know. Something to you, but the reason why I said that because I know that City's got like obviously they got us twice. They've got uh, Chelsea, I think, coming up soon. Um, and I think they've got maybe Manu or Tottenham um, as well. Yeah, they have Manu coming up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm, think, so I'm saying if um, if they could possibly get something like 15 gap, because obviously Arsenal will drop points. If they can get like a 15 gap, I'll be very, very happy. And I think then you could be like, all right, cool. Now we can't drop it from here. But at the same time as well, I do think that we do need like another, probably a midfielder and at least another tackle because after Eddie, you're struggling, isn't it? Like, and yeah. obviously Smith Rowe's been out injured. Um, Jesus is now injured. I think Nelson's injured. Marquinhos is still young. So, yeah, we're very, we're, the squad's, the squad's fit. And remember, well, Europa League's going to come back soon. So, it's going to get stretched even more. But, yeah, um, for City, you know, I think it was just, it was just an off day. But they'll be back. For me, when I watch the City game versus Everton, I feel like there was a new tactic that needs to be not needs to be done, but has shown other teams how you can play against City. That mm. tactic was getting into Haaland's air. So yeah, yeah, how yeah, Godfrey and Haaland was having their physical battle, yeah, I think it got to Haaland. Haaland was set on just battling with this guy. Mm. I think the game, they're just battling with each other. It's actually funny. Um, so getting, I think maybe getting Haaland angry could be the key, but obviously he could be angry and then score a hatchet against you. But yeah. it was the way Godfrey had him and his like mental there. Little beef was funny. Um, Mares kicking out Haaland for the first, for the goal, the first goal of the game. I thought, oh my gosh, the game's finished. Harlan again. Harlan again. And then when I when I heard Damari Gray scored, I was like, what? So then I, I flipped over to watch the game. And when I saw the goal, I was just like, wow. Wow, yeah. Because he slipped. Yeah, he slipped. And it was the reaction of the goalkeeper. I always look at reactions of goalkeepers yeah. when the ball passes them. And Edison, <laughs> he couldn't do nothing. He couldn't do nothing. Like it was, it was a proper banging goal. Like it was a nice goal from Gray, and I hope he gets. I like Gray, and I hope he stays consistent. Just gets consistent, but I think there's a great player in in in, in him. He has a lot of potential. He's getting older now, but he's still got that potential. I like I like Mario. I think he's done well. To be fair, I think he's done well since he's Everton. Um, we're seeing we're starting to see glimpses of the potential. If it was in a better team, you'll see even more. But the Everton teams, they it seems like they've got good names on a piece of paper, but as a team, they're not all that. Um, and they're missing some components anyway, personally. Like creativity, midfield, and things like that. But yeah. Um, yeah, Newcastle leads. What did you get to take from that game? Uh, what was it? A, um, no, no. Draw. Yeah, I was surprised that Leeds um, got the draw. It was that, it was that Newcastle's ground as well, wasn't it? So I was surprised that they yeah. got the draw. Um, I thought, yeah, Newcastle win. I think I predicted Newcastle win at least 2-0, but at least maybe one. Um, but Leeds dug in. Um, I think as well, again, that just shows sometimes like the strength of the Premier League. Like it's not, even though it's like a top six now, Maybe top seven with Newcastle. It's not like it just. It's not like it's not like it depends on when we play each other, because you still got when you have games. You have games are hard. Like the teams, and that's why I've always said. I think I said it to you before. I'm like, I think overall, like globally, I think there's less superstars to the days of like Ronaldinho, Zidane, etc. But yeah. and obviously that means, and also as well, back in the day, the Premier League. You would have the superiorities of remember it was top two, and somehow it's going to top four, and now it's going to top six, and now it might even be top seven. Um, and also, I think overall, the other teams, um, they got better, so the Premier League has got better, 
and it's just made it more competitive. So even though you might be seeing City and Liverpool hitting like 90 points and that, the league is still competitive because the, 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 the so-called smaller teams, they've got very, very good technical players. Like we've seen like the guy with Bratton and even McAllister. And there's so many players you can name that are top players, but not at necessarily like top clubs. Um, yeah. So even though we were thinking that, yeah, Newcastle are in a role, people are talking about Newcastle for the league or Newcastle for top four, I do think they'll get a blip and I think they'll probably like, drop out the top four just because I don't think there's enough goals in that team to keep them in that top four. Like, I see Man United picking up. I think I see Chelsea eventually picking up. I wouldn't be surprised if Tottenham going on a little run. So it's so competitive to get that top four. But yeah, that game, yeah, I think, you know, they drop points. Like I said, it's a tough league. Um, Leeds are fighting for their lives. Like, down at the bottom, like, maybe we should maybe we should do an episode about who we can get relegated because I think it's from, like, like it's from like ninth or tenth all the way down, it's like probably like five, six points separates them. It's crazy. Yeah. So it's so tight. So everyone's yeah, fighting for so even at one point, you might be like, oh, one point, but remember that's away from home for them. But that's a that's a great point because, you know, people are beating people like that you know, you'd be surprised they're beating and people are struggling and stuff like that. So a lot of teams are struggling. And I won't be overly surprised if one of like the established clubs goes down, but I do think they might just be okay, but yeah. Um, what do you think? Yeah, the game was. I thought Newcastle should have won. They had better chances. There's a lot of yellow cards this game. Like Leeds had five, five yellow cards. Like I'm sure that's like a fine or something like that. Um, Newcastle really should have won this game. It was Leeds were. I feel like Leeds were lucky to even get a draw. Um, it was nice to see Saint Maximum. He came back. Um, I don't, I don't know why, but from because of for me, Callum Wilson starts over Wood. In this game, he started Wood over Callum Wilson. I don't, I don't know why. I, I would love to know why, but um, Wilson has to start in these games. He should be the number nine until Isak come back. At least, um, but yeah, it was it was just it was a, I think it was just a, a a little bit boring for me. No, no, Newcastle had the chances, like I said, and um, yeah. So I'm gonna go on to Man United versus Wolves. Wolves versus Man United, as it was at Wolves ground. So what did you think from that game? Super sub in it. <laughs> Super sub. Even the even the second goal, Marcus Rashford. The second goal he scored, I thought was a bit unlucky. But the first, but the goal he scored, yeah, that's the Rashford I was saying. You know what? Because I remember, remember there's a period where people saying Rashford or Mbappe. That's the yeah. Rashford I was like, yo, that's the Rashford I've seen twist up Trent many times. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Rashford I'm like, yeah, I rate this guy a lot. You know, I'm a United fan. I rate this guy. I like his directness. And I think as well, that's what you guys are missing. So when he came on, we just ran at people. And let's be honest, isn't it? Like now we now we're older, we play football. If we've got a young winger against us, come on, we know how it is, bro. It's a it's just it's just long, bro. Just running at you like that. He's it's it's it's, it's hard. And I think he did a quick one two on that. He just held my man from his left hand and was buried under the keeper. Right now. His confidence is through the roof. He must feel that every time he was on the pitch, he's going to score. And I love it. When I saw that, I said, yeah, Rashford is on it. And that's what I'm saying, like, you guys are saying that you need a striker. I'll be honest with you, I don't think you need a striker, you know, at least until the end of the season anyway. Because Martial will get a few. Rashford, I think he'll get at least minimum 20 old comps. Come, he's already on 12, I think, or 11. Um... Bruno's gonna get his few. Um, what is it? Inacho might get a couple. Um, what's his name? Anthony. You know, I, I, I firstly on Anthony, I thought one defeat was way too much because you yeah. see what Gapo was. I think he should have went for what Gapo went for, but obviously, you know, when it's Man United, you lot have to play with premium, but also as well because you lot are desperate. People obviously bump up their prices. Bump up the price. I don't. But I don't. I don't see him as a winger that will run past you and beat you. I see him as like a, a techie winger 
the technique, and he can run. I know he can't run, but he's not rapid or anything. Um, but and he's got good technique. So yeah, but anyway, I think he'll get a few. Um, what you got there? Sancho, if he comes back, you never know. He might get a few. So I don't think he needs a striker, striker, but you know, um, I think Wolves they're fighting for their lives, isn't it? So. They try, but again, their problem is, and like I said to you all the time, the relegation teams and the teams fighting at the bottom, their problem is always scoring goals. So I know yeah. they bought somebody for like nearly 50 mil or some craziness. And obviously, they've still got Costa there, and they've got their, um, they've got their other strikers, or Jimenez. Jimenez. Yeah. Um, so I think they'll be all right in terms of the league, but against like the big teams sometimes, they just, you know what I'm saying? It's like they never learn they're going to ever score really and truly. Unless it's like a set piece or a scrappy goal. So, you know, as a comfortable person. No, I get you. For me, what I took from the game was Wolves have been Man United's bogey team for a long time. Like, I've seen Wolves beat Man United back to back in one season. So, it was quite. I wanted to see where he was. Um, it's strange. I heard a funny fact that it's only been one goal to divide us in, I think, four games. So it's either been 1 0 or 2 1. That's it. Wow. Um, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there wasn't, there was never going to be a lot of goals in this by how it was predicted anyway. Rashford didn't start because he overslept. And I respect yeah, I respect in Hug for this one where he just said, you know what, yeah, you're on you're you're the star right now, you're on form. But big man, you're gonna sit on the bench, yeah, because you don't do that. Yeah. So I respect it. I, I you gotta respect it, like as long as he keeps that standard with every player, I gotta respect it. But let me get on to the game. Um Rashford, so Without Rashford on the pitch, it looked dull. The Nacho had a couple chances. Um, he had a great one-on-one. Bolly, um, not Bolly, um, Semedo. Semedo. Passed oh, it Semedo, back. Yeah, to, passed it back. And the Nacho got on the end of it. And maybe you can see it as it was a good save by the keeper, one-on-one. But I think it was a bad miss. I feel like he should have just, I think he, should, he needs to finish that. Um, bear in mind as well we haven't mentioned Luke Shaw wow centre back Luke Shaw this guy looks so composed against yes the agent uh, Diego Costa but he's still a battler he's still a warrior he's still going to fight for everything and Luke Shaw looked comfortable and confident Varane next to him just telling him what to do it was was just hmm. It was perfect. How Luke Shaw played as a centre-back, I'm fine for him to play centre-back in certain games. Like, I'm more confident for him to play centre-back than Maguire. It's crazy. Um, it's the way you played him, isn't it? Yeah, it's the year. And he, I think they said he had a hundred, he had a hundred passes in that, in that game. So the ball was coming through him. So the team trusted Luke Shaw from centre-back. So that was nice. That was nice to see because he could do it. Casemiro, fireman Cass, putting out fires all over the pitch. I'm letting everybody know that. That's my tip. Fireman Cass, putting out fires all over the pitch. This guy, he, he just everywhere. He's a battler. He's a warrior. He's a leader. He can defend. He can assist. He can score goals. Right now, I think he's the best midfielder in the Premier League on form. Mm, that's a big shout, though. You might say Odegaard. Odegaard's up there. Party should be up there. I don't know. Man, this guy is defending, attacking. He's doing everything. This guy's doing everything. He's actually doing everything. Um, And he makes it look so easy. I feel like I was, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Casemiro makes CDM look exciting. Normally it's boring. Mm. It's a boring role. He makes it look exciting. Um, it depends, doesn't it? What kind of CD is going to be? 
Yeah. When I play 11 aside now, I don't mind CDM, you know. You can kind of dictate <laughs> play. And yeah, you can have more time on the ball. Where you're in the Depends 10 now. the players around you, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the player could get more space because we're more deeper. Yeah. No, for, for real. Um, but Ganacho had to come off on the forty fifth on the first half. After that, Senhard put on Rashford. You could see the game was changed straight away. Do you think that Rashford, he's winning? Would have got him on. I think so because I think Tinhag is about stats, and I think he wants to. If, I feel like he would think because some people think like this: if you if he's on form, you keep playing them in it. You keep mm. playing them, or you could lose form in it. I don't know. So um, Rashford, when he come on, he was direct. He was proper direct. You you could see that. There's a difference between the levels of Ganacho and Rashford. Like Ganacho can probably get there. Hopefully, he can get to Rashford's level one day. But Rashford was just direct. He gave the defenders. You can see they were scared. They were scared. Mm, he was running direct. The goal where um, Johnny comes to him, he's just looking at him like, move, man. And he yeah. just pushed him down and he just hits it with power. Nah, that was that goal there has shown me an advanced Rashford. Rashford has now changed. When I saw that that goal, straight away I thought, physicality. Yeah, he looks like this, he stronger. This guy was not doing that before. He looks physically stronger. And what I liked as well is that before he would run towards the edge of the box, do that kind of run, edge of the box, suit. This guy ran into the box. Yeah, yeah. He ran into the box and shot. From and and it's more likely he's gonna score when he's closer to the goal, isn't it? Yeah, I goal, like yeah. that. The second goal that he scored, which was classed as a handball, I felt sorry for him. But you know what? Like you were saying before, if it's a consistent thing where people are gonna get that, it's a handball. But it's not consistent, so that should be a goal. <laughs> that should be a goal <laughs> because that's not a consistent thing. People, the ball hit people's hands like that. It's not a penalty. I've seen it where it's not a penalty. So, it doesn't make sense, but yeah, some of the refereeing over this weekend was quite poor anyway. It was quite poor. Um, Spurs Villa. Come on, my guy. You and I, Emery, and that. (laughs) (laughs) I saw somebody tweet before the end, like, come on, you know, do us a favour. The Arsenal fan. And he did. Not like we didn't do that. They're far behind us, but what was their first goal? Yeah, their first goal. The mistake. Lovis mistake. Yeah, Lovis mistake. Uh, mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a mistake. Yeah, yeah. He fumbled it. Oh, come on, yeah. we're not surprised by this. He's been doing this yeah. for years. I'm surprised. Like, Lovis isn't the same. Honestly, I, I get mm. a World Cup win now and experience all that nonsense, but bro, I don't think he might even be top. Ten prem keepers right now. I think I would rather have um, Brentford keeper. I would have Brighton keeper. There's loads of keepers I'd rather have over them. But anyway, yeah, first one a mistake. Ben Dio scores, but the second goal by Louise with um, they did one two quality goal, controlled it oh, and then the flipped flick. over. Yeah, flick. flicked over my man. Oof. I said class. I said class. You know some goal you just got to clap. That's one of those ones. I was like, yeah. Think about it as well. And this, this is what I don't understand about Tottenham is that they're playing five at the back. And they're getting cut open like they're playing four. You know, if you're playing against five against, if you're playing against five against the back, you know it's hard sometimes. You try to do the one, yeah. two. Because there's yeah. always another centre back. But, yeah. So you should be harder. But Tottenham, I don't know. I think, I think I said this before in another pod. I was like, I don't think they're playing for me anymore. I don't think they like the sign of football. They only play well when they go behind, and you, and like and as we said, you can't keep doing that because they did it the other day. You got Brentford, and then they, what they came out two two. Brother, you can't do it again. Villa swear them out. So, yeah. um, I think the surprising thing is over there at home. They were at home. 
After the game, they were booze, rightfully so. Like, I don't. They, they wouldn't be my top four. They wouldn't be my top four. And I don't no. think if they get top, if they don't get top four, um, Levy's not going to put his hand in his pocket to spend even more. That means Conte's on, and I'm just going to be the same old Spursy. <laughs> so I don't mind that. <laughs> but Villa, they look, they look more solid under um, what do you call it? United Emery. I think, I, I think he's. I remember seeing something one time on that like, soccer Saturday. You know when they do the board thing? Yeah. Um, is it soccer Saturday? Soccer was it? Um, when they do not soccer Saturday. Saturday social. That's it. Yeah. Saturday social. Soccer AM. Yeah. And then they and then and then one time they did that. They're ranking the twenty managers in the Premier League when United we just came. Brother, they put him on like C tier. Brothers won seven titles. PSG, you know. Yeah, I think he's won Europa three times. They're just thinking about what his time at Arsenal. <laughs> no, but no, but I'm saying even your boy, I think it was Joel, Joel, the ginger guy. I'm like, he said, "Are you not being for real? You got United Emery there, and you might have put on Potter and Arteta, and I think David Moyes over him. Are they smoking? So mm. I think he's a good manager. So yes, I think really done well to get him. Oh, I'm assuming that they probably paid him a lot more than. He's getting at Villarreal because Villarreal was in the it was in the Champions League. So why would you come back? He said he wanted to come back to the Premier League to prove himself. Yeah, probably. And he but yeah, no, I think English. He learned English. I, I think Villa's done well. They do, they, I think they're going to do well under him, but I do think they're centre backs. I don't rate Mings. I've never really rated him. He just comes. Who Mings? Yeah. No, under I mean, the right coach, and I believe in him. I don't know, man. His physicality is. He's got a mistake in him every game. It's quite calamity, like, and I feel like he's wrong. Like, even going back to the Harlem thing with Godfrey, I think Harlem goes around like he can bully everyone. And I feel like yeah. Mins thinks he can do that, and when he doesn't go their way, they get exposed. So, for example, like mm. against Liverpool, Villa, they can handle um, what's his name, um, Dalmanines. He's running ragged, um, and then Kwanzaa. Again, I was like, wow, Konza, I think, what, what was it? One season, I think one of the first seasons he broke through, I'm like, you know what, Konza's done it right, you know, maybe for England, he's quick, he's, he's big, he's strong. Um, but yeah, again, the reading of the game, the mistakes, diving in. No, but that was because John Terry was at Aston Villa. That's it, because of John Terry, though. He was, he was coaching him. John Terry's top five prem, bro, come on. Yeah, but he was he was teaching them. He was the coach. He was the defender coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm yeah, I'm happy for this. What do you think? Um, was a great away performance from Villa. Um, Lloris made a big mistake here, yeah, but that's what made I think because there was that hot away. Villa could then clutch onto something, so then it was easier for them to like not press certain times and force Spurs to actually go Come for the out. goal because oh. they needed. And then with the Louise finish was it was like beautiful. Like it was composed. He just flicked it. Like the way he flicked it was nice. It was proper nice. Um I was shocked by the score but I do think when you're playing five at the back at home and you're top top Six team, yeah. Come on, man. Against Villa, come on. Come and on. Too old, probably as well. And the fans was mm-hmm. against this, and the fans were booing. The fans were booing. Right, you can't. Right. I don't know how long Conte has got. To be honest, I don't know how long he got. I, I do see him. Walking. I don't think they were sacking, but I don't. No, think I see him. I see him walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't see them sacking. I, I, think... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They keep booing him like directly. Then maybe like, oh, I don't care about this. Bro. They're booing oh, his man. tactics. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. They're booing his tactics. So, what did you I think mean, of the Liverpool to earn versus Leicester? Bro, I watched this game. Yeah, I said, bro, how's my man? I think I messaged you two own goals, bro. 
Oh, bro, it was bad. Bro. It's bad. Them I never seen him before judgy. until this. I didn't even see him today. Say again? I ain't seen him before till that day, you know. Yeah, he's, 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 I think he was the only player in the ball. Um, and some... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro, is it some Ivan told you better team, bro? Because the way man swiped the first one, I was like, cool. But in the second one, he kicked the ball in the net, bro. He came off the post and hit it in the air. I said, brother. Yeah. That's how they won the game, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, what? and they were what? Were they not winning? Yeah, they're winning. He's just going to be known for the own goals. Bro, I, 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 I don't remember. I've never seen him. I don't think I'm I've sorry. seen him before. And other than that, they didn't do that much. They didn't do that much. They, you know, they have them pass to Liverpool, but I, I think they probably thought that after that, the, 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 uh, Leicester won't score and they didn't. So, yeah. What do you think? Um, Dewsbury Hall, what yeah, a solo yeah. run! The way man ran to yo, I thought this could be it. I thought this could so be it. Man scored early in like the fourth minute, yeah. yeah. Man, like that could get an assist. That could needs to do more because that guy was he's my guy, stagger, yeah. He's no, no, nah. he's a winger, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but um, phase, I think his name's phase. He had a nightmare, mate. You had a nightmare, mate. Oh, to yeah, score yeah, yeah. own goal on the 38th minute and then to score another own goal on the 45th minute, brother. Yo. And then there was no goals after that. Nunes, let me tell you something about Nunes. I think he has great potential. I think next season he might even be one of those the top players and one of the top players of the Prem. But this season... I know it's his breakthrough season. He's trying to get into it. He is. He's got the running. I see it. But the finishing. <laughs> mad. Oh my gosh. Brother. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> you know how many chances I've seen this guy miss? Bro, he's getting at least three every game when he's missing all of them. He's crazy. At one point, they're going to have to put him on the bench and put Salah strike, you know. Maybe that's why they, credit, they forced the gap, the gap post thing through, you know. To, to his credit, though, I think they forced it through because obviously Firmino's going to leave, uh, Chamberlain's going to leave, and Jota and the other injured, isn't it? But they need they need to move forward more importantly. But yeah, not nah, for me. Yeah, do you know, do you know like, the problem is as well? One, you're a big club at Liverpool, so it's going to highlight mm. more. Two, let's say for example, like Welbeck, yeah, or Melpay. At Everton, mm. yeah. they get chances, but they don't get this many chances in the Prem. Yeah, I'm saying, Steve, he's getting. I remember what was it against Liverpool, against City, um, in the was it the cup? Yeah, the cup. We had three one on ones, bro. How rare that is against big teams, or four, or four a, a, a Premier League between two Premier League sides for you to get that many clear cut chances. It's rare, and I think that's partly because obviously how he plays. He's quick, he's dynamic, he's strong. So, you know, he's he's creating his opportunities. And because he's having so many, if it was like one or two a game, but he's having like three yeah. or four, five. But did Liverpool need to buy him? Did they need a striker in the summer? Yeah. In the summer? What, what, what? Do you think he's better than Fim? Okay, I understand the potential-wise and his ceiling is a lot higher. But I don't think I am a Firmino fan. I don't think he currently, right now, right now, as we talk, he is not better than Firmino as a no. striker. In terms of finishing, no. But Firmino doesn't get these chances because Firmino is so deep. He used to play for. He used to play for. He used to play for um, Mane and Salah. So them men are getting twenty plus goals a season. He's only getting ten. You get me? Is that not so, instructions though? Say again. Is that not instructions? No, I think it's how Firmino plays. That's why he didn't go to the World Cup as well. I think it's just how he plays. That's the, mm. he, he rather assist and score. He's that kind of man. You get me? Mm. Like he likes to, and then obviously with his big bright smile. You get me? He likes to smile and he likes to play good football, innit? 
He wants, mm. he wants to score a nice goal. Even if that means someone out, he don't mind that. Um, mm. Where I think Darwin is is an out at number nine. He's young, but I don't think he would ever. He's young to say it, but because he might, he might get more. He will get composed. He will get more composed. He will. He will. Hundred percent. But I still don't ever seen him hitting like thirty plus a season. I don't. I don't. I don't think he's hitting it like that. Because mm. having that level of composure is different, and it's not necessarily yeah. like uh, you can get coached into it. But I'm saying, I'm saying to his credit, though. I think that I think the second goal goal was because of what because he, he hit the post in it with the chip. Yeah, and I think against Villa, he he caused he hit the post again. He hit the post a lot of times. Yeah, he hit the post again, and I think that's when um the other midfielder scored. So he's causing problems and and you know creating goals that way. But yeah, right now he can't hit a barn door, bro. It's crazy. Hmm. Um, but I think Leicester they'll be alright. But you know they're not. Remember they used to be top sixteen. No, no, we don't even think of no, that. No, yeah, I think, I think they're, they're selling for Fana and I feel like they need to they need to rebuild their squad. They didn't even use that money. No. Maybe they need to this guy that scored their own goals. <laughs> <laughs> and the next one, not only first be Chelsea. But, what do you think? So Sterling. Come on. He's been missing for time, man. Mm-hmm. But you know what? He he still got it. He still got it. Um, the way he scored the the approaches goal, the ball came back to him. Boom! It was he was quite lucky with that goal. Got the goal, but um, he played well overall. Yeah, he played overall. But I always sensed Forrest was in the game. I watched that one. I watched that that game. I always sensed um, Forrest was in the game. Um, it, it was end to end ish. Ish, yeah. And then when um Oreo got the chance, the chest control and hey. the finish, thinking, wow, oh, why did this bud why did Tottenham let him go? Oreo oh, is better than all the right backs that are there right now, Doherty mm, and, and Emerson Royale. I'll have Doherty over him though. No, I would never. No, this brother Oreo, him. defensively shocker. Uh, I think I could just Oreo on my age now, bro. He's <laughs> shocking, bro. He's positioning yeah. all over. He, he, he didn't look too bad against us, United. And oh, attacking, attacking right back. And obviously, well, most right backs, money anyway, so. most right backs are attacking these days. Every yeah, right know, back but... is attacking. You still need to be able to defend, man. I think, I, I think, yeah, be attacking, but I think your first job, you should have to defend. So. And there's a reason why he keeps going back to these different clubs for one season. So, mm. but yeah, Chelsea didn't get that together, man. And I think that's part of the yeah. problem as well. Like people say, "Oh, Sterling's fell off." Bro, the teams fell off. <laughs> the teams fell off. So could the teams fell off? It's hard for him to perform, isn't it? Yeah, oh, and yeah. it's his first season. And that as well. And Where's Aubameyang? Oh, bro, he needs to go to back to France or something. But, I don't know what's going on with I thought he was gonna come and make make um make London lose. No. I don't know, man. It's like it's like he literally made London red. London's turned red. Come on. When he was at Arsenal, London was blue. Imagine that would be even sweeter. That the season after you've left, Arsenal in the league. And then you're and then you're at the you're at the other side as well. On the blue side. Crazy. I don't think he's ever won a league time in his career. But yeah, um next one. Fulham Southampton. Mitrovic. Fulham seventh. Mitrovic. Now, is Mitrovic one of those... We're enough to start talking. Is Mitrovic one of those guys that need a move? Or is he a player that he's only going to shine because he's at Fulham and be that main guy? Because Mitrovic's oh, so numbers is crazy, still, you know? He's still doing his thing. Yeah. Fulham uh, shooting quite a lot. He's been there for a long time. Like, like could he go for like a Southampton or Everton? Maybe Everton. I'm not sure. I think Fulham suit him so well and they pay for him. It suits him. So I remember last time they were in the Prem, he struggled, didn't it? Yeah. That's because they didn't pay for him. They had wingers that didn't cost the ball, stuff like that. But this one now, and I think because he's coming off last season, he scored 40 plus goals, his confidence is through the roof. And he's got, he's got, he, went, he got to a flying start, twisting up, twisting up Van Dijk and that. 
bro, he, he's rolling. So, um, yeah, he's doing his thing, man. He's doing his thing. Um, Southampton, bro. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Southampton just don't look good for them, man. Bro, they can't score goals. Like when I, when I, when I had a Rebo went there, I was like, yeah, honestly, Rebo. And I always kind of thought that that was probably his level anyway. But when he hasn't played much, two, bro, they're struggling. They are struggling. Yes. And then that manager, I feel like they, they appointed that manager knowing that they're going to go down. Bro, you're Southampton. You've been in the Prem for years. Bro, you could have got a better manager than Nathan Jones. No offence. But James Ward-Prowse scored a banger. Did you see it? Bro, them free kicks? Ridiculous. Yeah, no, his free kicks are actually crazy. Free kicks are crazy. And unfortunately for him, he's going to be there for... He's he's probably going to be there his whole career. But he's going to be known for his free kicks. He's chasing the the record, isn't it? For the most free kick scored. Yeah. Only a few right now. No, but he's serious that free kick though. Yeah. His technique is proper. So what did you think about uh, West Ham versus Brentford? Yeah. West Ham? Don't even know what I got with no, Rice, Rice had a great chance in the beginning. Yeah, but you don't, you know, you don't. I don't know. If you're, if you're relying on Rice to score goals, even though it was a good chance, bro, they spent 170 million, bro. They're in the bottom three. I think this is their fifth game or sixth game that they lost in the row. Brother. And you know, West Ham fans are demanding. Yeah. I feel like they expect top six, top eight minimum every season. At least Europa football. Yeah. As they were in it last season. That's what they expect. But they don't, they don't, that's the minimum for them. Anything more is a bonus. That's their minimum. Bro, they finished what? The bottom half of the table last season. Even though they had Europa League fans, they were struggling, bro. Remember, this is not just from this season. This is from the end of last season. Yeah, they went to the final, but they were struggling in the league. And but, um, my friend saying that he spoke to Antonio. Antonio, he was like, Antonio was, Antonio was telling them to buy someone in January last last season because it's just it's just him. He can do it, and you know Antonio's not gonna he's not gonna he's not that striker where he can go in a row and score ten in a row or something. Yeah, but that's why they got Smacker, right? Yeah, but. I feel like decent striker, but again, because David Moyes is like a, I don't want to put him in the same bottom as Southgate, but because he's more pragmatic, safety first, two holders, when you've got all this attacking talent, Paqueta now, um, um, the other one, that's there, um, so many players, bro, Bowen, Tonio, like that squad on piece of paper should be top ten minimum. Mm. Because I think there's a style of play that he plays. And like I said to you, like teams are not scared to play West Ham. Mm. And I feel like West Ham don't have the mentality where they can go behind and score three goals afterwards. That's mm. They're mm. very boring to watch. Very, mm. very boring to watch. So Brentford now, yo, they want to roll. They want to roll. Um, I think what's his name? Tony might be out now, isn't it? Injured after yeah. that. But yeah, Brentford, I can see them to the top eight. They're doing their way. Who's next? What do you think? Oh, for me, West Ham at home should never be losing to Brentford. 100%. But um, Thomas Frank, I give you a round of applause. You're a manager that actually manages the team and knows tactics. This brother, yeah, you cannot play. Do you know why people are losing to Brentford, bro? This brother adjusts the team every game. Yeah, every game. 
it's a different it, way of playing football to the way he wants to play football against that team. Not even the big teams. Certain the big teams do that, but they don't do that all the time. You know they're gonna come out and they're gonna press. They're gonna press. But Brentford, yeah, out here doing long ball tactics, yeah, mm-hmm. they'll switch up on you and do the pressing thing. Then they'll switch up on you and just leave you the ball and then go do the containing thing. Just contain, contain, contain. Mm-hmm. So like, and then they can. It's just crazy because. I I I don't I don't really see managers like that. You even know how they play. Oh, this manager plays like this. This yeah, yeah. manager plays like that. But this guy looks like he he didn't have experience. You know, he's like he didn't even. I don't think he's had that many clubs as well as a manager. Yeah, and the way he's come and he's just switched up. I think this is how you manage, though. Like you actually manage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's not. It's a freshman position, but isn't this how managers probably should be though? Like, yeah, I mean, overall, you would say that the tactic is more or less paid off Tony, you know. But like you said, they can switch it, they can hit you with set pieces, you know, they can play a bit of ball as well, like, and score some good football goals sometimes as well. They can counter you, so this is probably how managers should be. And I feel like you should have a philosophy, but depending on where you're playing, you should adapt it. Because I remember, yeah, 100% I agree, man. Um, Tony with the toe poke goal, respect. Hopefully he gets better real soon and it's not too bad the news on him being injured. Um the boy, the silver, with the pace, hey, the strength and the composure. That, like, twice, Did you bro. see the pace bro. that he showed? Bro, I said bro. Man, like he had 99 pace on FIFA, bro. Hundred bro. I'm like, that's not the silver I've seen for Brentford and for even in the championship last season. I watched him a bit. Not championship, not championship last season, but when they were in the championship. I'm like, they're saying it's over the East Arsenal. That pace, bro. He blew someone out. I said, like, bro. And then he it. I said, boy, this yeah. Guy, this cool. is the guy that's always in my FIFA career mode. The silver, brother. The left foot, blood. Yes. Yes. My guy. So when he scored, I was happy for him, you know. I was proper happy for him. He looked more attacking, though. That, like, the way he came, that was more, more deeper, no? But he, came, yeah. he was more attacking in attacking position when he scored that goal, that. It was, and he showed some pace that I didn't even know he had. Yeah, I didn't even know. And it was a nice little finish. So yeah, I'm happy with. I was happy with um his goal. And so the last game now, Bournemouth versus Crystal Palace. What's your take on that game? It was two 0 to Palace. Two 0 to Palace. Yeah, Eze, I'm happy for that boy to score. We finished to be fair. Um, what's the first one? It was a corner header. AU. Oh, yeah, AU. Yeah, surprised by that. <laughs> AU scores once a season, isn't it? That's definitely one a season. Um, yeah, I think the Palace needed that because you know they'll win, they'll lose, they win, they lose. But they were losing quite a bit. Um, and obviously, sometimes when you go on a bad run, it's hard to get out of it. So. And the teams that Bournemouth, they should be beating away or at home. So I was happy for them. I think Bournemouth. Um, I think you don't like them. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> I think they can score the odd goal, but the thing is that they concede too many goals, man. Too many goals. Home or away. Um, and then obviously, I think Gary, giving Gary O'Neill the contract, I think that was a risk. Cause the goal difference is minus 21. Bro, it's <laughs> because <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Palace. Palace is a from what I took about that, uh, about what I took out of the game is Crystal Palace scored t- from two corners. So the first corner from Ayu, it was a nice little header, but that need, that could have been prevented. And the second goal could have been prevented by Ezzy. Ezzy, am I saying it right? Am I saying it right? Ezzy, Ezzy, that's Ezzy. But like that was a training ground um, set piece, but I think Bournemouth are finished. I don't. I I literally just looked at the table, see where Bournemouth is, and I'm shocked that they're 16th and not in, not 18th or below. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. But you know, I I just think Bournemouth will be going down. 
they're the one team I know will be going down. They haven't they haven't set nothing to light for me to be like this team has been great in the Premier League, but it's still early, you can say. It's 17 games in. 18 games in, but um yeah, I, I see Bournemouth going down, you know. But I'll leave that for another conversation on another podcast when we're talking about the relegation. So I'm gonna go shortly onto the top three players of the week. I have mine written down. Yeah, I'm going to I have Odegaard. Oh, yeah. Okay, I have Odegaard. Yeah, he's a man as well. He, he's showing captain material. I was, when you lot first picked Odegaard as your captain, yeah, I thought this guy's new. And I've experienced yeah, what, what captaincy, when the captaincy goes to a new guy, like we have Maguire, it can go bad. But this guy, he's shown on the pitch at least his leadership skills. He's creative. He's got vision. I've seen him trying to calm down players. And he's a young player, you know. But he's got a, he's got a, a he's got he's got like a good head on him. Like yeah, I'll say, Luke Shaw. Him, My second player is Luke Shaw. Okay. Luke Shaw. Um. To go centre back and look so comfortable in that position. I know. Diego Costa and uh, Jimenez, they're both not at their peak, but both of those two players are warring foot strikers. When you're going against those two strikers, those two strikers are trying to bully you. Both of them two. Both yeah. of them do his own. So I, I'm going to shout out Luke Shaw this week. And Mitrovic, because the brother can't stop scoring. It was a penalty he scored, but do you know what? You just got to do what you got to do and score against the teams in front of you. And he is scoring. Mitrovic, I'm shouting out Mitrovic because he just, he's just consistently scoring goals in the yeah, team yeah. like Fulham. And who knows where Fulham would be without Mitrovic. They got Vinicius yeah. from, from Spurs. But if he's playing over Mitrovic, I don't know what's going to go on. So Mitrovic, he's continued his form from the championship. So... And he took it to the World Cup. This guy's on some fine form, you know. Like from the championship, when he scored 40 odd goals in the league, bro, to, going, to then continue into the Premier League in the beginning of the season, then to go into the World Cup and score goals in the World Cup, and then to come back from the World Cup. That's, nah, bro, I'm telling you, this guy, you know, I don't know. I don't want him to leave Fulham, but this is his best season ever, bro. Right now, yeah. So here's your three players. Quick on Mitrovic. I hear many football players saying sometimes that they may have got offered to go to a bigger club or a club that's offering them more money. And yeah, it doesn't work out, but they were comfortable and they were happy to stay somewhere. I think that's one of those situations where him and him and Fulham fit so well. Yeah. But even if like, let's say for example, I don't know. Um. Tottenham say, all right, cool. What's something different? And you're going to be back up by the Don't go. Do you get me? Yeah. Don't go. Just because, again, he's not going to go He's like 29, 30. So, obviously, get a new contract from Fulham. But, yeah, my few players well. Oh, God. That's his, bro. It's just different reasons, bro. And again, he runs the game. He's just class, bro. Um, I didn't want people to compare him to Urgent yet. Just, just let him be, man. Um, second is Rashford. Obviously, when he comes and saves the game, he's going to win them. He's like, you're doing something right. Yeah. Um, and my other one would be Louise, Douglas Louise and Villa. Just because of that flick. Like, composure. Bro, the composure. And, and the fact that, think about what Dan Louise going to win a season with that. So, the fact that you're there for one, clearly that the manager said that you can do that, but two to get there, it might be just me. Like, you might have like a straight run between the centre backs. You get there, yeah. control it in the studs, and then flick it over when the, when the goalkeeper's coming to you. That's someone that plays striker. I think you know, so many things are going through your mind. Lace it, side foot, left foot, outside of the boot, so many things are going through your mind. And to do that, I think that he was so composed that he was always in control of the situation. 
Yeah, yeah. he dispatched it nice. Yeah, nice. Okay. Thank you guys for listening to Footy on the Brain. From your boy Arms. And your boy Nat Peace. See you later. Peace.